Welcome to the Collins Hill Football Podcast. I'm your host, John Miller, joined by Eagles head coach and 2021 state champion, Lenny Gregory. Behind the mic is our backup audio engineer, Brian Arnold. Brian, thanks for making me sound good, buddy. We would like to thank Stars and Strikes and Decule off 316 and Winder Highway for hosting the Collins Hill Podcast. On Tuesdays, you can have 12.99 person unlimited play for bowling. Wild Wednesday, $1.99 lanes for bowling. And Sunday morning, open the noon, $1.99 bowling. And Sunday night, nine to close, $1.99 bowling. Welcome to the 2022 season, Coach. How was the offseason, and what growth did you see from your team this past offseason? It's been a good offseason. A lot of new faces, new guys, uh, young kids, and, um, you know, a couple. There's some seniors that have uh, waited their turn and um, – just had a, a lot of progress in the weight room and in the summer um, uh, program. So, real excited about this team. Excellent, Coach. So, last year with the success that we had, obviously teams are going to come, come grab some talent off of your coaching staff. Would you talk about the new additions to the coaching staff and, and how they've blended in with the program? Yeah. Um, you know, really excited for the guys that got the opportunities to – to uh, become head football coaches, and we had a couple coordinator um, guys get coordinator jobs. So you know, I'm excited for them. It's it's part of the it's part of the process. You know, when you have success, people want they want to hire guys from your staff and and all that. So you know, it's it you know I expected it, but um, you know we went out and um, you know really really you know worked hard at getting guys to come in. Um, to replace some really good coaches, and, and I feel like I really did that. You know, offensive coordinator uh, Dante Williams, you know, he's now at Archer as a head coach. And, mm-hmm. You know, brought in uh, Brett Sloan from Kell High School, and he's, um, you know, he's doing a great job. He's had a lot of success in his career. Um, offensive line coach Stephen Wright, you know, he came out of Florida and, and uh, brought him up here, and he's doing a good job with our offensive line. Uh, hired a new quarterbacks coach from Lowndes County, uh, Zane Deal, and um, a receivers coach from from Worth County, um, uh, Will Hardesy, and uh, he's doing a really good job. And we've got an inside linebacker coach and our new strength and conditioning coach, uh, Matt Rogers. He was a defense coordinator at, at Roswell, and so we've brought him over, and he's doing a tremendous job in the weight room with our kids. Uh, and then we've promoted some some guys that were ninth grade coaches, and you know, and brought them up. So, um, real excited. Uh, you know, it's it's been it's been a, a lot of work uh, getting everybody on campus and and getting the kids to know them. And the kids were real close with last year's staff, and you know, but this this new staff is really um, you know we didn't change anything. We didn't change the offense. We didn't change the defense. And so the kids saw that there wasn't a change. And they got real comfortable with the fact that, you know, the new the new coaches had to really buy into what our system is and what our culture is. And, you know, like today, we you know, it was our winning Wednesday of game week. And, you know, the, the new coaches, you know, they, it was their first time, you know. It's just, so, you know, the kids are kind of used to it, you know. So they're like teaching the coaches, like, hey, this is how we do things at Collins Hill. So that's good. It's really good. I'm excited. That's excellent having those coaches being able to get ingrained in our in our philosophy and your philosophy as the head coach of how we do things here is excellent. And and I can attest being on the field every day that they are really making a, a big difference in, you know, maintaining the culture, maintaining the expectations that we have here and that you have here. 
uh, for this team. Speaking of this team, there was a region realignment uh, at the end of the 2022 year with the departure of Petrie Ridge and North Gwinnett, along with the addition of Decula, Central Gwinnett, and Buford. Can you talk about how the new regional alignment changes expectations for the season, if there are any? No, it doesn't change things. You know, we we don't worry about the teams down the street. We worry about the team, you know, at 50 Taylor Road, Swanee, Georgia, you know, mm-hmm. at the Hill. So um, that's the thing that I always talk about is if we take care of us and be the best version of, version of us, you know, then we don't have to worry about the other guy, you know. Um, so – I don't. I don't put a lot of stock into that. They're good teams that are gonna. They're gonna join our region, but we've been used to playing good teams, so we've just got to worry about us. Speaking of worrying about us, uh, the Collins Hill program is replacing 18 starters on the offensive and defensive units, along with several key additional seniors who contributed heavily to last year's campaign. This year, we will be relying on contributions from quite a few underclassmen. How does that dynamic change the overall tenor of the team? Well, you know, I think um, it, obviously it's a new team. And, um, you know, last year's 2021 senior class, you talked about how many there were. And, um, you know, that team's gone. And so you, you got to start – you got to start – not start over, but you, you've got to start with a new team, new identity – um, we got a lot of young guys that have they're going to step into starting roles. Um, you know, we we're not last year, and you know, I tell the kids and the coaches that you know we can't compare this team to last year. This is its own identity. They're, these guys are going to write their own story. Um, it reminds me a lot of 2019, when you know we did this in 2019, where we had guys like Sam Horn and Travis playing as sophomores and and so we had to just go out there and play them and rely on some good seniors that that uh we're going to lead them but play a lot of young guys and and uh and 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 build another championship program and so you know our slogan this year is next up and it's not rebuild it's next up the standard's been set and um everybody knows what the expectations are and we got to go play at that high standard but i do want to say that you know, while while you're losing all those guys, you know, our program is in a totally different place than 2019. All right, absolutely. These kids, these kids that are going to be stepping in and starting roles, you know, they were undefeated as JV as a JV team last year. They were undefeated as ninth graders. We didn't lose a, f- a football game in our program last year. So, you know, when you look at that, there's a lot of confidence, and and these kids are really good players. They're really good players. So. Um, you know, with that being said, I know we got a tough schedule. I know we're young, but you know, I'm excited to put these guys on the field and and uh, and and see what happens. Yeah. Speaking of a tough schedule, this is uh, the first football Friday that we've had in quite a long time, Coach, and we're going up against a very talented North Cobb team. What are your thoughts on the game this Friday, and what are you expecting from your team this week? Well, we're going to answer a lot of questions. Okay. You know, there's there's guys that are, you know, battling. In, for starting jobs, you know. Um, so I want to see when the lights turn on, which guys are going to, you know, step up, and which guys maybe are not ready for the role. Um, we're going we're gonna to go live on special teams. It's a scrimmage, by the way. It's not a game. But we're going to play it a lot like a game. The only, the only thing that's going to be dead is our quarterbacks, okay? And that will be a quick touch and quick whistle on the quarterbacks. 
But everything's live, special teams and all that. So, you know, I, I want to see how we go out there and compete and where we are and what, what things that we're going to need to clean up before our first game. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. I know North Cobb's got a really good team. I mean, I see they're, you know, they're ranked and favored in a lot of polls to be in the top five team in the state. Mm -hmm. They're nationally ranked. So, um, you know, it's going to be good. It's going to be good for our kids. It's going to be good for our coaches to go out there and compete at a high level and uh, be able to come back and, and, and tweak some things and clean stuff up and, and uh, get ready for that game one. An excellent way to start the season off is a, is a good, tough test, and that's something that you believe in is testing these kids and making sure that they understand the expectation that's set of them playing at a high level and playing against tough teams. There are no cupcakes on this schedule, Coach. No, sir. Not, no, not this year at all. Coach, but we, we want to talk about four young men that have been selected as our captains for this year. We're going to call them up, have a quick chat with them, and after we speak to them, I would like your thoughts on these men and what your expectations are for our senior captains. We'd like to introduce our first senior captain of this year's campaign, senior Brandon Brown. Brandon, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Excellent. Brandon, the defensive backfield was loaded with talent last year. How does this year's group compare with last year, and what are your expectations for the defensive unit? So my first expectation is that we had to do a lot better in terms of setting the standard this year, especially on this upcoming game against North Cobb. Um, we have a young group coming in, so we definitely have to pick up the pace since we've lost a lot of seniors coming from this past season. So there's a definitely a high standard that we have to reach, but I believe in this group of boys and I believe in our team that we could pull through and do well this season. Another thing I want to ask you about, you've been selected by your teammates as a captain. What does that mean to you when your teammates put that kind of trust in your hands and say you are a leader of this team? It feels great that my teammates trust and believe that I, can, that I have what it takes to be a leader. And I'm thankful that the people on my team voted for me to, be, to become a captain and lead this team into another state championship this year. Brandon, I want to thank you for your time. And I want to wish you a lot of good luck this Friday into the defensive unit. Now we're going to introduce the next starter. He's been a three-year starter on the offensive line, and he's also going to be playing a little beat defensive tackle for this year. Big TK Lanier. TK, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. TK, you've been selected as a team captain by your teammates. What kind of expectations do you have for yourself as you, have been, as you have been identified as a leader for our 2022 campaign? Um, really, I think it's just to continue to continue to push the standard, you know what I'm saying? Especially me being a starter for here a long time. Um, kind of grew up to be a big brother to these young guys that we have on this team, you know what I'm saying? And pretty much I just want them to continue to trust me, you know what I mean? And then once again, like I said, the standard, we got to keep winning. That's what we do. I want another ring, man. On top of that, uh, you are a leader of what I believe to be the most important and selfless unit on the field, mm -hmm. the offensive line. How has that unit developed over the summer having to replace four senior starters? It's been probably one of our biggest challenges, but I probably wouldn't call it a challenge. You know what I'm saying? One thing I've learned over these past couple years is um, it's not a race, it's a marathon. So me, like I said, me being a leader, i got to continue to work with these young guys, let them follow me, but also learn from me. 
You know what I'm saying? That's that's really it. Absolutely. Let me let me ask you a question. And I didn't ask you this before, but I want to ask you this now, kind of mm-hmm. on top of my head. What is your message for the offensive line this year for 2022? Continue to be a unit. You know what I'm saying? We we are a unit inside of a unit. And once we figure out, once I understand what my guy next to me is going to do, it will make it way better. That's like something like today is really going to help us. For sure. Absolutely. Hey, TK, good luck this Friday. Hey, thank Keep you. Keep that offensive unit strong, and good luck on the defensive line. Sir, thank you. Absolutely. Next up is a three-year starter on the defensive side of the football. And he's dabbling, I would say, on the offensive side of things. Middle linebacker and running back, Dion Crawford. Dion, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? I'm doing great, Dion. You've moved from boundary outside linebacker to inside. How have you had to change your game from playing the edge backer to playing in the middle of the field? Um, I just had to study the game more and become more of a student of the game. Jack is more of a physical uh, position on defense, but at middle you have to be more mentally prepared for your opponent. Understandable. And, and what do you think about your uh, compatriot at middle linebacker? Uh, we'll call him Luke. How's he doing? How's, how's he handling the situation, and, and how have you guys gelled as a unit together playing, like holding down the middle of the field? Me and Luke have a, a great bond. We have good chemistry, and me and him make sure we put in extra work and extra hours to make sure we are where we're supposed to be on the field, and we just have a good connection when it comes to the game of football. So the chemistry is very good. That's excellent to hear. Let me ask you another question. How do you like playing on the offensive side of the ball? It's a little bit different than playing on defense, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, a little bit because I still get to hit people. <laughs> is that one of your favorite things to do, Dion, is just, just hitting people? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I'm glad it is fun. So being selective as a captain to this year's team, what expectations do you have for yourself and this team as we begin our 2022 season? First, you just want to have great effort and just have a great mentality throughout the whole season. Expectation is a state championship once again, and we will get there. That is excellent to hear, Dion. I want to thank you for your time. First-year starter, recently been named the starting quarterback and captain. We would like to welcome Mikey Sheehan to the podcast. Mikey, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great, Mikey. Let's get right into it. You're the new field general for the Collinsville offense. What expectations do you have for the offense this year, and what would you like Eagle Nation to know about you? Well, I expect us to uphold the standard as a team, and I expect our offense to be just as successful, if not more successful this year as it was last year. And to know about me is, you know, I'm, I, I like to think of myself as a leader. I'm not as probably a vocal as some of my teammates, but I like to lead by example. Excellent. And I can attest to his leadership on the field. He's always pushing his guys to play harder. More than that, you have quite the Collins Hill pedigree within your family. Your oldest brother, Brad Sheehan, led the 2013 team to a state playoff run. I think it was the quarterfinals or was this uh, the semifinals? Uh, I think it was quarter. Quarterfinals. Your brother, Bobby, played on an extremely talented 2015 team who made a deep run into the playoffs, which was a quarterfinal bid, I believe. As one of the younger Sheehans, because you do have a younger brother. Mm-hmm. Are you planning on topping them by adding a little bit more hardware to the Sheehan Trophy case? Yeah, definitely. Not only in more successful uh, hardware in terms of high school, but, you know, in terms of the next level is 
my plan is have more success than they did in college. Excellent. That's a great uh, goal to have there, uh, Mikey. And finally, being selective as a team captain is an honor. What are your expectations for yourself as you lead the offensive unit this year? You know, I expect myself to, you know, thrive. You know, we have a great offensive system going. We've really, you know, come together as a team, you know, and I think that is really just the beginning. Um, I expect us to have a really explosive offense this year. An explosive offense is always fun to watch on the sidelines on Friday night. And, Coach, I want to I I take it back to you, Coach. As we close this first 2022 podcast of the, uh, the 2022 season, what are your thoughts of these four men? And more importantly, what are your expectations for them as the season begins? Well, you know, it's a great group of guys. I mean, these four guys are, you know, they're all seniors, they're leaders. And, you know, and there's some other seniors, too, that are, are right there with them. So, um, but, but you talk about just a great example of well-rounded young men that are very talented. <clears throat> They're smart. They do really good in the classroom. I think probably the average GPA there with these guys is probably like a 3.8. I mean, Dion's a 4.0 student. Mikey, um, Brandon Brown, I think he's got a 5.0. I mean, he's like really smart, like really good. So, um, you know, and they're, and they're, they're passionate about football. Um, they do everything that we ask them to do as far as the weight room. And, I mean, we can really, as coaches, sit back and let them run the team. And um, it's just really neat that, you know, their teammates voted for them to, to lead this team. And I think, you know, now that we know who our captains are and we know who our leaders are, you know, they're, they're going to pave the way now for this season. And, uh, and our, you know, our players are going to follow these guys. You know, and, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. we got a good, really good group of, of guys leading this team. Coach Gregory, I want to thank you for your time. Thanks for coming out to Stars and Strikes in Decula. First off, thank you for hosting us. And uh, more importantly, do you have anything you'd like to say to Eagle Nation as we close the first podcast of the 2022 season? I just want to tell them, you know, to, uh, to come out and keep supporting us and support these young men. Um, you know, we've built something special at the Hill, and it, it's so exciting to see alumni coming back and, you know, with, with Heineke and uh, the success of all the guys in college. You know, we've got a bunch of guys right now playing college football, guys from last year, you know, um, doing doing a great job. So, you know, we're, we're producing really good players out of Collins Hill. Uh, the community is, is excited about this. It's, you know, our, our youth numbers – in our parks are at an all-time high. Our ninth grade class is at an all-time high as far as participation. It is a, it really is an exciting time right now at Collins Hill, and I want to keep this going. I want to keep, you know, just let our community know how much this is impacting our school and the culture at Collins Hill. And, uh, you know, I just want, I want um, Eagle Nation to know that I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that we keep this train on the track. I'm excited about this season. It's a great day to be an Eagle. It's always a great day to be an Eagle, Coach. Thank you for your time. Thank you to Stars and Strikes and Decula. Make sure you come out and watch us at North Cobb on Friday. Kickoff is at 730. It's a great day to be an Eagle.